Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Scalfani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. What's going on, everyone? Dr. Michael here on the mic, and I wanted to chat about an age-old concept in the sports performance world, and that's this idea of categorizing an athlete as either a jaguar or a gazelle. So don't make fun of me for the animals. I didn't come up with it. It's just something that's sort of been passed down in the sports performance world amongst coaches. So what does this even mean, right? Whether someone is a jaguar versus a gazelle? So for the longest time, strength and performance coaches have been trying to quickly categorize athletes when they're working with a big team. So think about it. If you're a D1 collegiate strength coach and you're working with, say, the football team and the basketball team, you've got a lot of athletes you're responsible for. You've got to design programs for different positions, programs for different points in the season, right? Off-season, pre-season, in-season, post-season. And you've got to try to identify the team and the players' strengths and weaknesses, right? So coaches, they try to categorize the athletes they're working with, and it's just a natural phenomenon that occurs. So when we look at some of the key performance indicators in the strength and conditioning and sports performance world, we start to identify a few categories, right? We start to think about things like power, speed, strength, endurance, agility, acceleration, aerobic capacity, etc. So now let's think about the two animals in our metaphor that we mentioned before, right? This jaguar versus a gazelle. So when jaguars hunt and attack, they're super fast, they're powerful, explosive, strong, everything that you would want in a natural predator, right? They go from zero to 100 in lightning fast speeds, but they're also not running for long distances or are necessarily the most agile animal in the animal kingdom. When we categorize someone as a jaguar, we think about someone who tends to be very strong and powerful. So let's take a minute to break down the difference between strength and power. So strength is the ability to move a large amount of weight regardless of the time it takes to do it. So for example, a power lifter performing a deadlift. It might take them a hot minute to pull 500 pounds off the floor, but they're able to pull a lot of weight. When we talk about power, we add a speed component to their strength profile. So now we're talking about explosiveness and the ability to move weight quickly. Think about someone performing one of the Olympic lifts, like the clean or the snatch, right? They're moving less amount of weight than our powerlifting example, but in a very explosive and powerful manner. You can't really drop under a clean or a snatch if you're not really quick about it, right? So, I mean, you can, but you're not going to be utilizing your full potential. So someone performing a snatch might take the same amount of time as a power lifter performing a deadlift, but they're moving a larger amount of distance or weight displacement than, say, just a power lifter performing a deadlift. So the Olympic weightlifter performing a snatch has to pull the weight from the floor, past their knees, to their hips, and then above their head, and then they have to stand up from that overhead squat. All at about the same few seconds it takes for a power lifter to pull that heavy deadlift from the floor. This by no means is a knock on power lifters. They're pulling huge weight from the floor, weight that is way too heavy to really explode out of the hole the same way as an Olympic weightlifter would. So Jaguars, they have this ability to be super strong and explosive, just like the powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting examples we mentioned. 
But we can also measure speed and power in different environments besides moving a barbell, right? So these Jaguar athletes, they also typically excel at things like sprints. So we're talking about things like regular sprint running. They're talking about sprints on the rower or sprints on the assault bike. So you know these people, right? They're the ones who can go full send for a 200 meter or even a 400 meter sprint. They can crank out 15 calories on the rower or 10 cals on the assault or echo bike. So they put in these crazy wattages during these activities, which is just a way that we can measure power output. But on the flip side, Jaguars don't necessarily have the best endurance, so they smoke out easily, which is why you don't see Jaguars chasing their prey for any crazy distances. They may stalk their prey for a certain amount of distance, but they're definitely not in full pursuit speed for a very long time. They get taxed and gassed way too quickly. So the keys to their success are their ability to accelerate quickly, achieve a high top speed, and use their strength to their advantage. If their prey can outmaneuver or outrun them, they're shit out of luck. So jaguars, they can crush it with a heavy barbell or sprint or a quick burst on a rower or a bike, but without some type of rest or a workout that's beyond like a medium-ish time frame, they'll flame out pretty quickly. So these athletes can put in amazing work and move a lot of weight and volume at about 85 to 100% effort, but they really can't sustain that intensity for very long. So now let's transition to what a gazelle is like. Gazelles are super agile and they have a lot of stamina. So they're typically able to rapidly change directions. They're able to outrun their predators if they can get them out into an open space and run over a larger distance. But their acceleration may not be quite as high as a jaguar, which is why they're always on high alert from other predators sneaking up on them. They're also not as strong as a jaguar would be, right? So they're definitely looking to outrun their predators. When we categorize someone as a gazelle, they typically tend to excel at activities like cycling a light to medium weight for multiple reps, running or endurance-based activities. So we know these people, right? They love the longer, more cardio-based workouts. They crush it with workouts with longer running or cardio distances, and they tend to be able to perform really well on things like shuttle runs and suicides, right? They can change directions pretty quickly. So a lot of times, gazelles tend to do really well at bodyweight movements because without the addition of a heavy weight, just moving their body weight through different movements isn't too terribly taxing for them. They excel at workouts in that 65 to maybe 80% intensity range, and they're good at sustaining that intensity for longer periods of time. A great example of a gazelle workout is Murph, which a lot of CrossFit athletes did a few weekends ago, and they do it every Memorial Day to honor the late Lieutenant Michael Murphy, who died in Afghanistan. So Murph is this grueling workout that involves a one-mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, followed by another one-mile run. And even further, the standard or the RX version of Murph involves the use of a 20-pound weight vest for guys or a 14-pound weight vest for ladies. The average Murph time ranges anywhere from about 40 minutes to over an hour. Great, we've got a longer-duration cardio-based endurance workout that doesn't involve much additional weight except for your weight vest as opposed to, say, like a barbell, a kettlebell, or a dumbbell. So if you're a gazelle, you're going to really appreciate the fact that you're going to be moving at about that 70 to 80% intensity for a longer duration of time, like 45 minutes or whatever your MRF time is. 
if you're a Jaguar, Merv may have a completely different feel for you, right? And you're likely going to have to really pace yourself, be very cognizant of where that red line is, because once you hit that red line, it may be very difficult to come back from that. So a Jaguar type workout is one that is short, fast, and involves moderate to heavy weights. So think of things like cycling cleans at 185 or 155, muscle ups, 10 calorie sprints on the rower or the bike, heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, strict handstand pushups. You get the idea. So one thing I really want to stress though, is that this Jaguar versus gazelle comparison is by no means saying that Jaguars are better than gazelles or vice versa. So this metaphor, it's just simply a quick way to categorize athletes to get a rough idea of their strengths and weaknesses. So you can then use this knowledge to capitalize them if you're a coach on a team. So maybe you put your Jaguars on the offensive or defensive line on your football team and your Gazelles as a safety or a cornerback. This way you've got your most explosive and powerful players colliding on the line of scrimmage while your most agile players are covering the backfield. If you're looking to hammer some weak point training to elevate yourself, right, you could quickly recognize whether you're a Jaguar or Gazelle. So if you consider yourself to be more of a Jaguar, you're likely going to want to spend some time focusing on your aerobic capacity. So maybe you do things like longer running or cardio intervals, maybe some lighter weight, higher rep schemes, something along those lines. But if you think you're more of a Gazelle, you might want to spend some time focusing on improving your overall strength by maybe doing some heavier weight with less reps, maybe building that explosive power through sprints or Olympic weightlifting complexes, or maybe even some barbell work with some bands to really help you explode out of the hole. So use this metaphor to look at your own athletic profile and maybe even those around you. So I really like this metaphor because it makes the gym seem a little bit more like a safari and sort of breaks up the monotony a little bit when you're in there. Um, you know, I personally identify as a Jaguar. So when I see a 20 minute workout with running burpees and thrusters in there, I know I'm in for an extra challenge. So I've got to check my ego and know that I'm likely going to be pretty uncomfortable for those 20 minutes. But then when I see a workout like this CrossFit workout by the name of Diane, which is 21 deadlifts at 225, 21 handstand pushups, 15 deadlifts, 15 handstand pushups, and then nine deadlifts and nine handstand pushups, I know with that lighter weight deadlift and those fast, strict handstand pushups, I know that I can rip through that workout in less than five minutes without a problem. However, if I do too many workouts like Diane, kind of those short burst workouts in a given week, then I'm really just kind of stroking my own ego and I may not develop as much as an overall athlete, right? I'm just kind of playing into my strengths. But on the opposite side, if I do too many 20-minute endurance-based workouts in a given week, I may find myself getting burnout pretty quickly. So for me personally, I've got to find a way to show up to the workouts that are a little bit harder for me and may not just fall directly into my comfort zone all the time. But then I also have to make sure that I know which workouts will be a little bit more in my wheelhouse and can help give me a little confidence boost to keep pushing onward and upward, right? So take a look at yourself and feel free to let us know which one you think you are, whether you're a jaguar or a gazelle. So I'm curious to hear from you all on kind of what animal you think you are. So, all right, everyone, thanks for listening and have an awesome day. Hey, real quick, before you go. I just want to say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, 
please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.